Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 101.1 FM The Revolution. Speaking of Travel is brought to you by the Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the whole wide world. And you know what? When you fly home, you're home. Plan your next trip at flyavl.com by Appalachian Realty. If you're looking for a home in Asheville in Western North Carolina, they're going to help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit AppalachianRealty.com and by Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. This is a place with beautiful views of Lake Lure. They've got six hiking trails, animal programs, unique events, and so much more. ChimneyRockPark.com and by Private Italy Tours. Their 2019 tours are Packing in, so they're still available, but you need to sign up today. Italy, just go to Italy. That's private-italy.com. And don't forget to visit the Speaking of Travel website. That's speakingoftravel.net. And sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. You'll receive the latest in travel tips and so much more. And remember, you can listen to Speaking of Travel anytime, anywhere in the whole wide world on the free iHeartRadio app by going to speakingoftravel.net on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Well, you know, when you're out in the world, you come to understand how people live their lives, and you can really learn a lot. You'll learn about different cultures. You'll try new foods, make new friends. You know, wherever you go, you meet new people and move away from that familiar zone of your life and jump into the world with all new senses. Well, my guest today knows this to be very true. He's delivered over 1,300 presentations around the world over the last 21 years and is one of the nation's foremost speakers and teachers of leadership, possibility thinking, thriving on change, and team building. Brian Byro. That's it. Great. Breakthrough Coach, America's Breakthrough Coach. Brian, I am so excited to have you here on the show today. Well, Marilyn, it's a joy to be with you. I really appreciate it. Well, you know, when we're talking about travel and we're talking about meeting new people, stepping out of your familiar zone, who would know that better than you? You've been around the world, right? I really have. I've had the fun of speaking all over the world, all 50 states as well. And um, it's just, uh, it's been a great, great life to, to do something I love and be able to do it all over the world and find out how how every single culture is is, is united in certain ways. They love to laugh. They love energy. Um, they love to be inspired and to inspire. So it's been a blast. Now, when you were growing up, where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Asheville? I was a valley boy in Southern California, man. Um, so I grew up in the San Fernando Valley, Southern California suburbs, you know, in uh, of Los Angeles. And it's funny, I never got on an airplane till I was 17 and a half and going to college. So I took the PSA flight from 
Los Angeles, from Burbank to uh, San Francisco. That was my first flight. And so when I think back on on the thousands and thousands and thousands of flights I've been on since then, uh, I got a late start, but I've made up for it. That's right. Wow. So when you went to college, what were you thinking? What were you thinking as a career path at that point? You know, it's really funny. As a as a young man going to college, I was, I was a little odd because I didn't really go to college for a job. I went to college because I loved to learn. I just loved it. And um, I was sort of the renaissance man. I took about everything you could take. Um, but I, actually what I, I didn't get clear about what I wanted to do until I got to my senior year. And it was what I had done to go through school, which was coaching. I was a, a, a swimming coach. That's how I paid for college. And I loved it. I loved the opportunity to work with people, to develop them as not, you don't just coach swimming. I was swimming. You coach people, you help people discover what's really inside of them. And uh, so when I was my senior year, I realized there's nothing I love more. And uh, I'm very grateful that my whole life I've done what I love to do. And that's a great choice. So in those year, early years after you graduated from college, did you start traveling at that point or did you stay kind of close by? Well, it, that's where the first real travel started to develop because as my team grew, my team became the largest team in America at that time. Um, it was huge. We had many swimmers who were junior national and senior national levels. And so that's when I first started taking swim teams all over all over the country. Um, I, probably the funniest experience was uh, we had the national championships in um, Brown Deer, Wisconsin. We stopped in Chicago on the way back and we got stuck in the John Hancock elevator between the second and 98th floor with 16 swimmers. That was a kick. I can't even imagine, but somebody came to the rescue. Oh, yeah. Otis Elevator came out and said, this is Otis Elevator. We'll get you out of there. Thank goodness we made our flight. So Wow. So that was probably the first of many adventures it that really, you've had. It really was. And I had this uh, vision that came became reality. I really wanted to have all of my swimmers travel because there's something about being a, a, a kid and going on a travel on to travel with a team that you never forget it's it's an experience that stays with you it's 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 exciting it's different i think it's what you say even in your introduction you know comfort zones become confinement zones and when you travel you break through those confinement zones and these kids i'm sure you know, 50 years later, they still remember those trips that we took as a whole team. You know, it's funny on my show, I I always like to ask, did you travel when you were a kid? And some people like yourself no, we didn't really travel much. It wasn't until I was 17 that I took a flight. Or yes, my dad was a pilot. I we flew all over the world. So there's always different answers. But the kids who didn't travel always preface that with, but we always went to grandma's house and we'd pack up the car and we'd drive to the next state. And I remember the lights and the, it's amazing what we hold in and keep as those memories. And I'm sure all those players felt that way. Absolutely. It was, it was, uh, it was truly a, a, a great, great experience for all of us. We had, we had a blast. It brings you together too. And how did you decide at that point? How were you just following a swim team circuit? Well, what we did was we had um, we had set up uh, major meets with other top teams, and so the first one we took actually pretty hilarious. The way we paid for it because it was just out, I was just out of college. I got on a television game show, won five thousand five hundred dollars, and we used that money to travel back to Stanford, where we swam in the first swim meet. So that was my that was my uh, my strategy to get on, and it worked. 
That was a great strategy. <laughs> and great. I bet it taught those kids something, too, to stretch themselves out. I mean, you were never a game show participant before. No, they got to see how goofy Coach was on a television game show. So they saw that goofy side of Coach. Well, let's talk about that goofy side of Coach, Brian, because, you know, I've been following you for so long and, and admire you and just Thank I feel you. like I've learned a lot in all my years of knowing you kind of externally. Um, and there is kind of that goofy side. I mean, I've watched your videos. I've seen you out in public. And I think that's something that breaks through when you talk about your breakthroughing barriers to be light and fun. And is that something that just comes naturally to you, that goofy side? Well, I've always loved people. And I, I really believe that, that we have so much in us. My, my last book that I wrote, my most recent book is called There Are No Overachievers. And what that actually came from my mentor, who was the great, great coach, John Wooden. And what he was saying is we have more in us than we think. And I think that when we are lighter, when we are looking for joy, um, you know, I sign every email, joy to you. That's how it starts. That we have more of a chance, you know, what you focus on is what you create. So if you're focusing on, on lightness, on joy, and looking for the laughter, you're going to find it. If you focus on the other, you're going to find that. And so you are taking that passion and taking all of that joy with you when you travel and meeting people in other cultures and finding that they, too, have passion and, and lightness. Laughter is universal. And if, if you can, when I'm speaking in front of all, all kinds of people, all, all different levels, different jobs, different industries, all different cultures all around the world. So you got to find the universal language and universal language is energy and laughter and authenticity. Um, and stories are universal. It's funny. Uh, I spoke in China recently and, and it had to be, you know, uh, translated, a simultane- uh, not simultaneously, but in, in, uh, in, I speak and then the translators speak. It was amazing that they still got the stories. And they laughed, right? And they laughed. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> well, Brian, I am looking forward to coming back and talking more about your travels, your passion, your laughter. And uh, I always close my show with something that Laurie Masterson always said, and I feel honored to carry on her tradition of don't postpone joy. Absolutely. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park's annual pass holders can look forward to endless adventures. The Outcroppings Trail to the park's iconic chimney is the ultimate Stairmaster. Hike with your kids to Hickory Nut Falls, one of the tallest waterfalls east of the Mississippi. Or take the new Skyline Trail to the top of the mountain. Pass holders are treated to exclusive events as well as special deals at the park and area attractions. Upgrade your day ticket to an annual pass during your visit. 
call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. The gravel crunches under your shoes. Steam rises from a cup of fresh Italian cafe. The light, cool morning air lightly brushes your face. Your villa stands close by. This and so much more awaits you as one of the few lucky travelers to join Private Italy Tours during one of their unique and intimate small group tours. Come home again to Italy with Private Italy Tours. 2019 dates are now available. Visit private-italy.com. Private Italy Tours is a proud sponsor of Speaking of Travel. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with Brian Byro. How about that? That's I'm, good. You're good. I'm getting good. Brian, I am really excited because you're not even in Asheville all that much. So grabbing you, getting you on my calendar, I am just thrilled that you were able to come and hang out with us today. Well, I'm honored and delighted to be with you. So, Brian, you've been all over. You've done. We're going to talk about your world tour that took you all over. But first, I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, the transition that happened. You were coaching. You were taking these kids across the country, doing all these fun things. Then what happened? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. I, my team became so large that it was a 24-7, and I was real passionate about coaching. But I realized I really didn't have a life. All I had was work. And so I'm probably the only guy you've ever met who went to get an MBA to get a life instead of a job. And I did. And, and that's when I met my wife. Um, and uh, it started me in the corporate world, um, which, again, expanded my travels. Um, and then I started doing team-building events in my own company. It was a large company. So that we'd work better together, and I loved it. And so that's that's what really embarked me on the career I've had now for 28 years now. Um, actually, over 1,800 events now um, uh, as a speaker and a teacher of leadership, team building, thriving on change, building teams. And so um, it was a it was a great path. It's always been the same. It's about bringing out the best in people. I love that, and you are so fortunate that. There are people everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're going to ever run out of the commodity that is your passion. The, that's right, because the the things that I talk about are are as important in your family, in your health, um, in your career, and and there there really are the the things that I think make the biggest difference. Um, differences in technology will change the world to some degree, but the foundational principles of of being fully present, so you really connect with people, of of understanding that energy is a choice of understanding how to control the controllable called your vision and focus on what you want. These things are timeless 
and they're as valuable um, they're as valuable to every generation. So hopefully, as long as I can keep keep upright, I'll keep doing this work I love so much and keep traveling to do it. Well, that. Makes me very happy. <laughs> you can see, well, you can see, but we here in the studio can see I have a big smile on my face because that is wonderful. Great news. But let's talk a little bit about how you apply that. I mean, here you're talking about people all over the world and your companies. Um, what about right in your own backyard? What about your family? As you, you were talking about, you met your wife. Tell us a little bit about how that relationship started to grow. Here you were. All you had ever known really was your work. Then you went back and you got your degree, your higher degree. But now you're in a relationship. How did you take what you loved and the passion and build your relationship around that? Well, you know, it's it first starts with an incredible woman called my wife, my wife, Carol. She's. Remarkable. I actually met her through travel. I met her uh, in Alaska. I was sent to Alaska for one day in my uh, internship, um, and I ran around. One of the ways I love to travel and go to new places is to is to either run or walk around the area. That's you get such a different feeling than just being in a car all the time. And I went for a run, came back to the hotel, saw a sign for a massage. I had never had a massage, and she was a massage therapist. So that's how we met. Um, and then uh, you know we were just when you find the right person. That's what happened. That was 34 years ago. Um, And then when I decided that I really wanted to make that jump from being a corporate vice president to doing what I'm doing now, a full-time professional speaker, uh, my wife said, sure, let's go. So she has that adventurous spirit. She's been a world traveler as well, long before I was. So um, we've had a a wonderful time. We found Asheville by doing a seven-week book tour when my daughters were uh, nine and three, nine and four years old. We went to 27 states. I do book signings and television and radio. And uh, that's when we found Asheville. And we said, you know, this is the place. Um, So travel brought us here in in a really exciting and wonderful kind of way. That is really wonderful. So you've been here now for how long? Twenty-one years. Twenty-one, 21 years. Years. I know. I'm almost. I'm almost what you'd call a, a native, but not really. You well, know, you're yeah, getting yeah, close yeah, enough, yeah. right? So this is really like your home base, your Absolutely. base camp, if you will. Absolutely. And I love my little my Asheville Airport. I love that place. It's like I'm. The, I get off a plane and they hug me. Now that doesn't happen in Atlanta, so it's a pretty pretty exciting place to 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 have as a home base, and you can get anywhere from there. Um, travel is just made a wonderful difference for us too and um, my wife's 50th birthday I flew 22 of her best friends into New York City surprised her she thought she was going to go see the Lion King on Broadway but what it really was was bringing all of these people from her life together um, they wore these masks and costumes um, and I had I had taken over a, an Indian restaurant in Midtown they all showed up and it was the it was the best moment of my life I bet it was the best moment of her life too. seeing her face and and, and and realizing the difference she's she made to people. But that was all possible through those frequent flyer miles. So there you go. Yay, that was so awesome. And being able to bring everybody together into one place. It was it was it was amazing. It was a really a remarkable thing. And and when people are out of it by bringing everybody to one central place that's a lot of fun anyways. New York City can be a lot of fun when you have a, a gregarious, fun loving group of people. We we had the most awesome night. Just wonderful gifts and, and tributes to her and then at midnight we're out on the streets of New York just in these costumes having a blast. It oh, was fantastic. Oh, you kid. 
kids. I know. You just never and grow up. And we did up. go to the Lion King, too. So there you go. We well, you all. got to do it. Wonderful. Well, tell us a little bit about, um, let's take that kind of New York story and and go someplace else. You you mentioned you were in China. Tell us a little bit about China. What's it like when you're there? I mean, we're talking about a large population, not unlike Manhattan. It, it's, it was a, a remarkable time because um, I really didn't know what to think. I'd been to the Philippines and I love the Philippine people there. They're just, I mean, number one, I felt really tall. I felt like I was in the NBA, um, but mostly they, just the warmth and the excitement. They have a great, great passion for personal growth. And the same was true in China. Um, it was funny because I couldn't really put my head outside of the green room without being grabbed by 10 people who wanted, you know, s- pictures with me. So they had to kind of keep keep me. I kind of felt like, you know, Michael Jordan or LeBron James, because anywhere I went, they just wanted to wanted a piece of of the of the speaker. Um, but they were really receptive. They were really warm. Um, just great people I reinforced my belief that. We are one. People are one. We need to understand that a lot of the things that we think are separating us can get beyond um, what's artificially put out to us. Well, that's that's the challenge right there. And by having people like you who are traveling the world almost as if you're an ambassador for us, you're going out holding the space, if you will, of being able to see another culture, meet the people at that level and then bring that back and share it with us a gift for all of us it was it was quite an amazing trip because i spoke to about 2500 people in in china in beijing and then the, the next day i flew to uh, dubai and i spoke in front of a hundred of the top um, government leaders in Dubai. Um, they're in full Arab garb um, and um, in much more reserved kind of energy at the beginning. But by the end, they were up and cheering and clapping. And so, uh, you know, as I say, laughter, joy, energy is universal. And it's important that you bring it if you really want to connect with people. If you're if you're expecting it to come to you without putting it forward, um, it's not it's going to take a lot longer. Exactly. And bringing it with you and- and putting it out there, people do gravitate. They do. They do. You know, the classic uh, experiment or study on communication says 55% of communication is not what we say or how we say it. It's our body language. And the most powerful body language there is, is a smile and a look at somebody's eyes. Um, And then tonality is 37% is words or 7% is words. So we can communicate beyond what we know um, by just being who we are and really, really connecting with people through our eyes, through our body language language um, and through our, you know, through our hearts. And Brian, tell us your website. Somebody might be sitting there right now wanting to see who you are. Well, that's great. Thank you so much. It's it's pretty simple. It's my name. It's brianbiro.com. So B-R-I-A-N-B-I-R-O.com. Pretty easy. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll be back after in just a minute and, and talk more about where you've been and can't and wait. Have enjoy. All right. Leave 
leave ordinary behind with a visit to Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. Surround yourself with breathtaking views of Lake Lure and the Hickory Nut Gorge while enjoying six hiking trails, rock climbing with Fox Mountain Guide instructors, and Animal Discovery Den, unique events, and more. Whether you're new to hiking or a seasoned pro, there's something for everyone at The Rock. To plan your next Chimney Rock adventure, visit ChimneyRockPark.com to see an online trail map and a listing of the park's upcoming events. Hi, this is Tina Kinsey, and I'm with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. It is a myth that there is a better day of the week to book an airline ticket in order to get the best price. Airlines are constantly adjusting their airfares up and down using sophisticated revenue management software tools, taking into account historic booking trends, competition, and current booking trends. However, it is important to book at least three weeks before your departure date, and even further out if possible, to obtain the most competitive price. But also, if you have flexibility regarding your travel dates, it makes sense to compare pricing based on slightly different itineraries. Sometimes one day's difference in your itinerary can save pretty big bucks. Again, this has been Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport. When you fly home, you're home. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Whether your trip to Italy reminds you of days past, a honeymoon, or a long-ago backpacking trip, come home again to Italy with Private Italy Tours. Picture your own private villa or four-star hotel, private guides who speak and understand the local culture, and days planned for your ease and comfort. This and so much more awaits you during one of their unique and intimate small group tours. 2019 dates are now available. Visit private-italy.com. Private Italy Tours is a proud sponsor of Speaking of Travel. Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park's annual pass holders can look forward to endless adventures. The Outcroppings Trail to the park's iconic chimney is the ultimate stairmaster. Hike with your kids to Hickory Nut Falls, one of the tallest waterfalls east of the Mississippi, or take the new Skyline Trail to the top of the mountain. Pass holders are treated to exclusive events as well as special deals at the park and area attractions. Upgrade your day ticket to an annual pass during your visit. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words... We never know where that Doc Lawrence is heading on the Gourmet Highway, so I say let's beam on over to where he is today. Hi, Doc. What's going on in your neck of the woods? Hello, Marilyn. You know old Doc loves sitting on a park bench on a dog day afternoon, and here I am in a very special place, Monroeville, Alabama, and I've got me a park bench right beside one of the most historic courthouses in the world. This courthouse here in Monroeville is the setting for To Kill a Mockingbird. Perhaps our finest book 
in all of civilization about the struggle for justice, human rights, through the eyes of a little girl. That little girl, as everybody knows, is Scout, my hero forever. Monroeville is much like Oxford, Mississippi, not too far away. This is a core city of Southern literature and legendary writers. Harper Lee, the author of To Kill a Mockingbird, lived next door as a child to another legendary writer, Truman Capote. Isn't that marvelous just to think that these two giants of the literary world grew up together, childhood chums, worked together at the New Yorker, kept a friendship intact, and in separate ways changed the literary and cultural landscape of not just the South, but the world. Gee, it sends chills down my spine when I think about it. I walked into the courthouse just a little while ago, Marilyn, and I wish you could have seen the beautiful old courtroom. And close your eyes, and you can see the majestic Gregory Peck, who won the Academy Award for playing the role of Atticus Finch, the lawyer who defended Jim, who was accused of then a heinous crime. He was falsely accused, and he was falsely convicted. It's a tragedy. And all things based on evil are tragic when they happen. It doesn't matter if it's Monroeville or Atlanta or New York. But we can correct it with good literature, and Ms. Lee did just that. I walk around town here, and I see the face of a middle-aged man with a seersucker suit, and I keep thinking, well, that could be Gregory Peck. Or I see a shorter man with white hair, balding a little bit. Maybe he's got a seersucker suit on, and I'm thinking, well, that's Philip Seymour Hoffman in his Academy Award portrayal of Truman Capote. Who knows? There's magic dust everywhere in these little southern cities. And in Monroeville, which attracts visitors from all over the planet daily, it is commonplace. This town has a charm. It has the legend that few can equal. There just isn't another book like To Kill a Mockingbird. Let's just be honest about it. It has no counterpart. It lives on its own. It is timeless. It will never go away, and it shouldn't. This is a city of virtue. This is a city that grew up. This is a city that taught the world the meaning of love and justice and forgiveness. It means a lot here, and it means a lot to me and to all of us, Maryland. I come here, and I'm rejuvenated. I feel that there's hope in the air. I know that. And maybe it took Hollywood to tell us that through the movie, and it took New York to tell us that through the book. But the message is everlasting, and it's with us. Well, Maryland, I feel like I'm preaching a little bit today, and maybe I am. Monroeville has that effect on people that come down here. They find out that these are real folks, real events. These are real changes, and that we have better angels that will prevail if we just give them a chance to be unleashed. Well, it's a long drive back to Atlanta from Monroeville, Maryland. might take me six hours, and you know I like to stop on the way for some little barbecue. So I think I'll hit the road and go home and say goodbye to this fabulous place. So this is Doc Lawrence on the Gourmet Highway from Monroeville, Alabama, saying so long for now for Maryland Ball and speaking of travel, 
and I hope to see you soon in your hometown. Wow, thanks for taking us on this wonderful journey on the Gourmet Highway. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, Doc. And remember, you can follow Doc Lawrence on the Gourmet Highway at the at GourmetHighway.com. Well, here in the studio with me today is Brian Byro, and I am so... Three times in a row, you're good. I am getting so much better. Well, I actually wrote out B-Y-E, by row so I could remember, right? Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Brian, so I, you know, I'm feeling really, like, joyful right now, just having you in the studio Thank and you. having this conversation. And I wanted to ask you, because, you know, we've been talking about the universal language, the universal feeling that everybody... And I loved at one point you had talked about united and how we're all united tell me a little bit about what it's like for your kids they've been growing up kind of in this environment with all this travel and and having a dad who comes home from these big places and tells wonderful stories well i'll tell you it's been a great great part of my kids life to be able to 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 travel to go and and there's something about traveling as a family like we talked before about the traveling as a team how that's so memorable and it's the same with your with your children and and um i my both of my daughters first of all have traveled in so many states and when we first moved to uh Asheville they it was the time where they're talking about national parks well they'd been to all of them and they and the other kids had not and it deepened their experience then when they went to college the probably the most impactful powerful important part of their educations. One went to University of Georgia, one went to Elon University, was their travel. My my oldest daughter went to uh went to Africa, went to Ghana and discovered so much about about how beautiful people really are, how warm they were. Um she loved the kids. She didn't want to come back. And then she studied in Australia, which was oh, just an incredible thing. So of course we had to go and see her there. And we had to go to Bali after that, where we met the happiest people on earth. And what we learned, I think my my daughters have learned is that happiness is not necessarily related to dollars. It's not necessarily related to anything but choice. These people don't aren't aren't wealthy in Bali, but they are the happiest people you've ever seen. And so I think these different cultures and the opportunity to see incredible beauty in this world. um, We've been we've been incredibly blessed. I had five years in a row where spring break we had events in Hawaii tough job, but somebody's got to do it. That is a tough job, and everybody must have just had such a wonderful time. It was, it was phenomenal. All of all of those trips are phenomenal, and as we look to our future, now that my daughters are all grown up, the way we're going to stay connected, because they're busy now, they have their jobs, they can't get away, is by, by trips that we'll take together. So next week, we're going to fly out to Lake Tahoe in California. Next year, I know we're going to go to Europe together. Those are the moments, because life is about precious moments. Life is about precious moments. And and I want to remind everybody, too, that like you were saying, your daughter's recognizing that these people didn't have a lot and they were still happy and they made a choice. You know, the same thing is true when you travel. Uh, we talk about exotic places, China, Bali, even Hawaii, but there are so many precious moments to be found right outside your own backyard. And just taking a trip to, for us, into the mountains, into the forest, down to the beach. Absolutely, absolutely. There's, there's a, there's a quiet. There's a clarity. That, I mean, this world is an incredibly beautiful place. And right here in Asheville, North Carolina, we're in one of the most magnificent places of all. The most ancient mountains on Earth are right 
right all around us. We're in them. Um, and there's great lessons to be learned from just spending time in there and listening and being quiet and, and enjoying the the magnificence of what, what we have around us all the time, not taking it for granted. And being able to, you know, just go into the East uh, side of North Carolina, you're in a totally another culture. Yep, I, I agree. I, to me, paradise is live in the mountains, visit the beach, and and those beaches are heavenly. They are. So, Brian, I, I'm curious, how do you get these speaking gigs? I mean, now you've written a lot of books, people know your name, you're kind of a, a household name even, but still, how do you go about getting these great jobs? Well, you know, I've been, I've been really lucky um, because I'm not really much of a self-promoter. That's my least favorite thing that I do, but all 1,800 of my events have been word of mouth. So I had some, and in the beginning, I had a couple of events that really brought me a lot of visibility. I spoke at Inc. Magazine's International Conference. I spoke for something called the Women's Food Service Forum. And from that, I got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of events. So the great part about it is I love what I do and I love to talk about it, but I don't like to initiate it. I'm not much of a cold caller. So it, it's been just a great, great uh, blessing that they call me and then I can talk about what I love to do. And that's uh, really it's more or less learning about their their particular culture and their organization, how I can customize to fit who they are based around the principles that I teach and believe in so much. And how how many times do you go out nowadays? I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. So have you modified your schedule? Not really. I'm because I love what I do. You know, um, I love the feeling when I'm doing it. That's really what I do it for. So I do about between 70 and 80 events a year. So I'm on the road. Uh, Last year, I think I was on the road 180 days. So basically half the year. But the other part is when I'm home, I'm home and I am enjoying this world here. That is perfect. Well, it sounds like you've got a good balance. And when we come back from the break, I want to talk about balance because that's an important part of travel. Absolutely. So thank you, Brian. Brian Biro for being here on the show today. We'll be right back. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. The gravel crunches under your shoes. Steam rises from a cup of fresh Italian cafe. The light, cool morning air lightly brushes your face. Your villa stands close by. This and so much more awaits you as one of the few lucky travelers to join Private Italy Tours during one of their unique and intimate small group tours. Come home again to Italy with Private Italy Tours. 2019 dates are now available. Visit private-italy.com. Private Italy Tours is a proud sponsor of Speaking of Travel. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. 
Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park's annual pass holders can look forward to endless adventures. The Outcroppings Trail to the park's iconic chimney is the ultimate stairmaster. Hike with your kids to Hickory Nut Falls, one of the tallest waterfalls east of the Mississippi, or take the new Skyline Trail to the top of the mountain. Pass holders are treated to exclusive events as well as special deals at the park and area attractions. Upgrade your day ticket to an annual pass during your visit. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars in other words hi welcome back to speaking of travel I'm here with Brian Byro I'm getting I now it's just slipping off the tongue Brian what can I say <laughs> you know before the break we were talking about um balance and it there's so many different ways we can look at that but from your perspective being uh being able to look not only here in our in our backyard and in our place but all over the world talk to us a little bit about balance and how important that is when you travel well i think that the secret to balance and this is not something that most people look at when they think about balance the secret to balance is being fully present And what I mean by that is when you're fully present with somebody else, 100% of your mind, body, and spirit is with that person you're with where they are now. Um, Now, most people, if you think about it, so many times we may be with somebody, their body's present, but the rest of them is in another county. Whenever we're fully present, we say to that person we're present with, the one thing we must communicate to create relationship, and that's what we want to create as we travel. We say to that person through our presence and only through our presence, you are important. You matter. You count. When we're not present, we speak louder. So being fully present is doing some things that really can take your travel to a different level, take your life to a different level. Um, For one, it's when you're with people, instead of formulating what you're going to say next while they're speaking, you actually listen to what they say. Um, You observe with fresher eyes. Um, One of the most powerful experiences I ever had that taught me about the power of being fully present was when I was going to college at Stanford. Uh, I had a class called Observation of Children. And what we did was for 11, we watched one child. We never communicated with them. We simply observed them. We watched everything they did for four hours, one day a week. I thought when I first took it, this is going to get boring. It was the most incredibly intriguing and fascinating course I ever had. And I realized we rarely look at another human being for more than a few seconds. And then we stop really looking at them. You know, I laugh because in almost all my seminars, I ask a question to the whole audience. And it's a simple question. Sounds like a silly question is, what color is a yield sign? And I've spoken to 1,800 audiences. 1,800 audiences, it said yellow. Yield signs are red and white. 
And that's because we don't use our eyes to see. We're not present. We use our memory to see. And so the secret to being balanced, because five minutes of being fully present with someone is worth five years of faking it. You know them better. You understand them. When I did that observation of children's um, class, though I never spoke to the little girl, her name was Allison. I knew so much about her. I knew what inspired her. I knew what hurt her. I knew what really motivated her to be, to really want to grow. And I, and that just came from being present. So in our lives, people think balance is about equal time, but we're not going to have equal time. Life is too full. Um, We have, we work, we got to get from place to place. We got to prepare meals. We got to do this, but present time is time that brings you real balance. To me, that's really the secret, and it's a choice. Um, if you want to change your life, just pick out, start with one person, inch by inch, anything's a cinch, and make up your mind that for 30 days, you'll be more fully present with one human being. After a few days, they're going to look at you and say, I don't know what it is about you lately, but I like it. You're looking good. You lost weight, changed your hair. What's going on? But being present spent, sends that unmistakable message that, that that person that you're present with matters and they count. And presence with yourself is the time that you take to be connected to your world. Well, what excites you the most about all of that, Brian? I mean, here you are, you're, you're, you're teaching people, you see the changes. What happens to you personally when all when you see the impact of that you know i deeply appreciate the response i get from my from my speaking um but what i love the most and the real reason i do it isn't really about the response um because you know doing what i do people say oh you changed my life and i always say you know you changed your life I might have provided a spark that got you to see what was already there. But what I love the most about what I do is the way I feel when I'm doing it is I feel like I'm doing what I was put on this earth to do. And that's enough. And then everything else is just gravy. What I do love, though, is seeing people recognize that they have choices they have a choice about their energy, that energy is a choice, that they have a choice about their presence, that that's a choice, that they can focus more on what they want instead of what they don't want, and that they have more in them than they ever dreamed of. Um, and that's really my outcome is I want people to emerge from my events feeling like that they're the star, that they can be a better mom, a better dad, that they can, they can improve their health, that they can, they can really accelerate in their career, that they can live, um, they can live walking their talk and really, um, and rise beyond things they thought that they didn't think were possible for them. And they really can. Um, in fact, that's the fun of what I do is I get people to actually get off the sidelines into the game and do things they didn't know they could do. So when they get out, they think, well, maybe I can do that. If I can get people to think maybe I can instead of, oh, I'll never be able to. We have a win. And you're doing that globally so that you're reaching cultures all over the world who might have different traditions and they might have different languages and they might have different food tastes. But overall, we're talking humanity. Yes. Things like family are universal. As I said, um, wanting to live with more energies, get more out of your life and that energy is choice. That is so across the board universal. Human warmth is universal. Kindness is universal. Um, and being able to go out and reach people. And, and I find that in a lot of different cultures, like in the Philippines, they are so hungry 
for personal growth, for team growth. They will, they just latch on. They, they want it so much. I, I spoke for 900 people in, at an event in the Philippines. I bet 800 of them wanted pictures. I mean, it was, it, they just want to be, they want to soak in all this knowledge. In the United States, we've, we've had more. So we're more used to it. But around the world, it's like talking to wide eyed, get, I'm excited. I want to learn this. I want to eat it up. And that's one of the most fun things about speaking internationally. And it, I think raises the vibration a little bit. It You've does. got more and more people who are connecting and who are feeling positive. And that positive vibration, if you will, is, I think, what's going to elevate the world into survival mode we really are we are all, we 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 are really at a place where we've got to turn turn our attention to thrive on change and um and you're right i mean we are we are all connected that's the thing i get most of all about people around the world is how much we have in common as opposed to what you know what we think we have as differences well breaking down those stereotypes especially in this time of so much noise is so critically important and i Thank you. I embrace you for continuing to do that. But I have a I have a question. So how do you prep for this? Like, give me just put in in your head a minute of you're getting ready to go out on this stage to 900 people or 6000 people. What are you doing right then in that moment? I always like to find out how do people prep? For that. Well, I bring with me to every event a big laminated photo of my family, of my wife, my two daughters, my son-in-law, my grandson. They are my purpose. And the truth is that whenever you're full of purpose, you're full of energy. You ever notice when you get to do what you love to do? It doesn't matter how much sleep you had. You're five years old. So what I do is I spend present, present time going back to that being fully present with each one of them. And what it does is it changes me. See, it doesn't matter um, if my knees ache. It doesn't matter how, if I missed a flight. What matters once I get clear of my purpose is that if I don't give the audience my best, then I'm not giving my family my best. And that's really my major preparation. That and, you know, I was an athlete when I was a young man. And so I, I try to get myself to move. Um, your energy is directly, directly related to your movement. So I move, I focus on my family, my purpose, and I, I breathe and I go. And tell me just briefly. So I've seen your tapes of your, your um, presentations and the breaking through, literally the breaking through with a board. How do people get in their head that they can do that right then? Yes, uh, the board breaking is the greatest individual and team breakthrough experience you'll ever have. Um, what they have to do, what, what, the real beauty of the metaphor, it's a metaphor of breaking through a fear, obstacle, habit, or doubt. So they all write on the board something they want to break through, procrastination, fear of failure, not quite being good enough. But the secret is to focus beyond the board. See, in our culture, we are so concentrated on the obstacle that we forget to look beyond the obstacle. And so that's really the secret to breaking through is to focus on what you want instead of what you don't want. Well, you have made my day. This has been such a wonderful gift to have you here, Brian, to, to share your experiences, your life, your being present with us here in the studio in this moment is very precious. And I thank you so much. Thank you so much for the invitation. You're doing a great job, Marilyn. Thanks, Brian. And tell us again your website so people can get online and find out more about you. You bet. BrianByro.com. B-R-I-A-N. 
B-I-R-O.com. Awesome. Thank you, Brian. And why don't you go out with your your uh, signature? Joy to you. And don't postpone joy. Joy.